Hello and welcome to Fresh Dialogues. I'm Alison Van Diggelen. Today on Fresh Dialogues, we explore two problems that seem to be out of control in Silicon Valley: homelessness and opioid addiction. What is the solution? These issues are dividing the tech community today. Mark Benioff of Salesforce says homelessness is everyone's problem and is enthusiastically backing a ballot measure to slap a special tax on San Francisco's largest companies and help fund more homeless shelters and addiction centers. Other tech leaders like Twitter's Jack Dorsey say the tax is unfair. On assignment for the BBC, I visited a San Francisco clinic that treats homeless drug addicts and asked several healthcare workers and even a long-term drug addict what they think is the solution. Their answers might surprise you. If I had a magic wand, I would just like flash on the Twitter building and the Google building and be like, "Hey guys, how about some compassion for our folks, some kindness? Like when somebody talks to you in the street, look at them in the eye. Planting that little seed of compassion and kindness goes a long way, and I think that's how like the larger change in our city would happen. Love it or loathe it. The ballot measure proposes more funding and action to tackle homelessness and drug addiction in our most vulnerable population. These are complex and deep-rooted problems with no quick fixes. But I applaud Mark Benioff and others like him for taking a stand. Here's my report. I'm here at City Hall in the center of San Francisco. Within yards of the building's gleaming dome, there are clusters of homeless people huddled in doorways, sprawled on pavements, or slowly pacing the streets. Every week, Dr. Barry Zevin and his team walk the city streets to build rapport with homeless people with addiction problems, and they offer on-the-spot treatment. Once trust is established, they encourage patients to visit the city's public health clinic. Today, there's a steady stream of homeless people. Inside this clinic, known as the Tom Waddell Health Center, I meet James, not his real name, a former medic in the U.S. Army who recently started treatment for heroin addiction. Right now, I got a prescription refilled, but、uh, the doctor was also like, "Do you need a shelter bed for tonight? You know, is there、um, is there other things I can do for you?" James, who's 30, has been prescribed buprenorphine to help wean him off his opioid addiction. Buprenorphine is a daily pill that reduces opioid cravings and the extreme physical pain of withdrawal. Despite being an addict for over ten years, James wants to change. This medication essentially allows、um, me to do a detox、um, less painfully,、um, and I、uh, no longer will have intense cravings for for the substance of abuse. It's definitely more comfortable than,、um, say, cold turkey, for instance, or, or just without any medication assistance. Sarah Streif is a registered nurse with the San Francisco Public Health's street team. They regularly walk the city streets to identify vulnerable patients in need of healthcare and detox. As they pound the pavements, how does she and her team find and convince homeless people like James to start treatment? There's two ways we identify people: is through our own outreach and street presence, and then through other agencies in the city that bring people to our attention. Sarah, who wears ripped jeans and a T-shirt, explains how being inconspicuous and non-threatening is key to their outreach. Just kind of casual. It's not formal. We kind of dress down. We don't wear uniforms. So no white lab coats. No lab coats. No. We just sort of talk to people where they're at. The clinic serves between ten and twenty homeless people during its daily four-hour clinic. No appointments are necessary, and you don't need insurance. 
Anna Cuevas works with Sarah on the street team. We go to them and we just say, hey, how's it going? We try to build a relationship first and check in with folks. I think that's the reason why our program is so successful, because I think everybody that works here sees people first and then patients. Check in and ask what they need and try to deliver that, not impose my own agenda on them. The clinic delivers a comprehensive healthcare treatment plan, prescriptions for detox medications, and even helps patients find a roof for the night. Starting conversations about drug use is a sensitive process and it takes weeks, months, even years for the street team to build trust with people on the street and at needle exchange facilities. You know, it's not like, hello, what's your social security number and what are your medical history? No. It's like, who are you? How can we help you? Anna Cuevas describes the process as motivational interviewing, which involves a lot of listening and no judgment. So like if somebody comes in and they're like, hey Anna, I've been using a lot, I'm not going to say... Oh, you shouldn't do that. And be like, oh, well, what are your thoughts around that? What's happened with that? And then just kind of carry that conversation like that. Dr. Barry Zevin is the medical director of street medicine, and his team treats about 500 homeless patients a year, many of whom are addicted to opioids. When we treat them with buprenorphine or methadone, long-acting, continuous stimulation of those receptors in the brain, without the sudden highs and sudden withdrawals that come with a short-acting drug, these longer-acting medications can really change and repair what the dysfunction in the brain is and all of the physiological stress responses that people have. The clinic treats a small percentage of the estimated 20,000 intravenous drug users in San Francisco, but Dr. Zevin insists it has ripple effects. By targeting the most vulnerable people and achieving results, he's convinced it inspires others to get treatment. He considers it a remarkable success that about one-third of his patients are still in touch with the team and on treatment after a year. I always describe our model as effective but not very efficient. We see them a lot. Wow, once a week? That sometimes seems like not enough for some of our patients. The San Francisco program is just one of several schemes across the United States, in Boston and in Texas. They're often run in conjunction with needle exchanges and low-barrier shelters so that addicts can get the full support they need. Is the solution policy changes, more shelters and more funding? Healthcare worker Anna Cuevas offers a more profound insight. And honestly, for me, like the most challenging part is changing the way that the larger community views our population. Our folks, a lot of their humanity has been taken away. So if I had a magic wand, I would just like flash in and be like, hey guys, how about some compassion for our folks, some kindness? Like when somebody talks to you in the street, look at them in the eye. Planting that little seed of compassion and kindness goes a long way. And I think that's how the larger change in our city would happen. This viewpoint is echoed by James, the drug addict who recently started treatment. It's a matter of empathy, I think. I, I would just ask anybody who's in charge of making policies to, to, to realize that people might not always be kind or seem deserving of help, but they're, they're, all, they're all people who, who may be in different stages of grief or, or suffering, and to realize that it takes kindness to bring it out. What are his hopes for the future? I'm trained as a chef. Um, I worked as a medic in the military. Um, there's things in both those fields I would like to be doing. 
Thank you for listening to Fresh Dialogues. Find lots more reports and intimate conversations online or at iTunes.